and welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. We're finally recording from our home studio post-pandemic. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun because we have Leo Dovbienko here. He is the co-founder and CEO of Yala Market. So welcome to our studio recording after two and a half years. Almost three years. Yeah. yeah. Welcome cool. to the show. Yeah, thank you. Quite cool studio, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's thank responsible you. for all of it. The lighting, the I camera. Think, I think your, your neighbors are happy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get very loud here. Next step is soundproofing, just yeah. to be safe. Yeah. Um, but welcome to the show. Uh, the success of Yala Market is... Uh, quite exciting um, you were mentioning before we started that it's going to be one year since your first transaction tomorrow mm-hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about your background as well as an elevator pitch of Yala Market mm-hmm. uh, my name is Leo yeah so uh, I am all my life in food tech business actually started as a waiter in a restaurant then become manager, general manager, then opened my first own restaurant, it was 2007. Wow, I, ha- I had five, uh, uh, finally, and still I am owner of small small offline uh, chain. Uh, it's some, somewhere between a retail and cafe. Okay. Maybe something like 7-Eleven, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. This is in Russia? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then uh, I have started to implement IT in my own restaurants. And okay. uh, it's like it was passion and out of idea to provide uh, to restaurants some IT technologies. I have created uh, large, la- largest company in my homeland. We own right now 40% of market share. Wow. wow. So four restaurants out of 10 work with some of my companies. It's like group of companies, 12 businesses. Okay. Uh, Is this ICO? Ico, it is main main uh, main, okay. main product, but so we have different you know product uh, bespoke development teams uh, like service companies, consultant companies. So all about restaurants at I and IT. Okay. Six hundred employees. Okay. Uh, yeah, so quite nice. Big. So it's like a restaurant management software, like like POS. Uh, the purpose is to to close any uh, IT request of any restaurant from one window. Okay. Sometimes they need something bespoke. Sometimes they need just implement some products. Some, some, sometimes they need some, need some advice. Okay. So, like, and cool. and is this tech also related to uh, support restaurants in terms of aggregators as well? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Also. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So and uh, so once uh, this business became quite big, I was started uh, to think where to scale it abroad, and finally Dubai was chosen. Okay. Out of many, many options. Okay. So, yes, and uh, so I came here five years back just for vacation and to do test sales. It was successful. So, in four years back, I landed here to start ICO Middle East. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was quite successful journey. ICO Middle East right now is player number two in the market. Oh, okay. So, yeah, maybe yeah, 12% of market share in Emirates. Okay. Very uh, cool. Company profitable, growing like three times every year. Mm-hmm. Carrefour, Papa John's, among customers. Okay, so, so, amazing. Yeah, it, was, it was quite fantastic. Yeah. So, so it's not just restaurants, it's also... Uh, uh, Carrefour, Carrefour has uh, food courts ah, inside okay. hypermarkets. Okay. So we automate whatever cooks food, you know, and okay. serve people. So uh, it's not retail business of Carrefour, but horeca business of Carrefour. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, then how did you come upon the idea of Yala Market and how did you kick that off? Oh, actually, it was, you know, two interesting things. First, uh, 
once I uh, established ICA, I started uh, opening office of, of another our business. Uh, it is Docs and Box. It is a purchasing system for restaurants. Okay. So purchasing it, system. It is the tool which helps to automate purchasing. So like you know you need uh, eight uh, kilos of chicken and yeah, all of that, yeah, yeah. and it sees the trends and yeah, then and, and 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 in in Russia it is uh, like it's quite huge business, two hundred employees, uh, so customers love it here. Zero product market fit, so nobody needs digitalization of purchasing in restaurants. Okay. And we did several pilots and finally found ourselves that we have warehouse tomatoes oh. in it, our own vans, and we delivering tomatoes to restaurants. Okay. So because you know in Russia, uh, restaurants need tool to automate purchasing. In Dubai, people need tomatoes and chickens. They don't need tools to buy tomatoes. It's, it's, because, <laughs> it's, it's because of what? Like, uh, why, why do they, you think the difference? Uh, uh, Russia is a very, very innovative country in terms of IT. So Dubai is something like maybe 10 years behind. Really? So because of that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so you think 10 years from now, people will be using automated? Uh, obviously. No, no, no doubt. And actually, last, Less than. during last half year, startups in this segment raised maybe, I don't know, $50 million okay. only in Dubai. Food yeah. tech so automation. B2B. Yeah, B2B. B2B. Yeah. 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 I think uh, maybe COVID and, and the pandemic forced people to adapt to technology a bit quicker. Exactly. Uh, yes. Because yeah. you just can't rely on people and uh, I mean you can't rely on people I mean that it just changed the market dynamics and a lot of the customers whether it's B2B or B2C that weren't mm -hmm. living online and shopping online or naturally digitally native probably moved into like buying more online and using tools a lot more so it probably I, I found that it's it's changed a little bit since so usually uh, people already changed habits in terms of consumer behavior so they used to order everything online yeah. so the same goes right now into b2b they come to work and they want to do the same mm. like, yes you know, like yellow market experience yeah. They don't want to send excels through emails, yeah. so it's very old-fashioned. But at the same, so like we found ourselves, you know, delivering tomatoes to restaurants, and everything was fine. Uh, the only one problem is that we were, you know, IT guys, and we actually did not want to do deliveries. We wanted to do software. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and and second point in Dubai, uh, the unit economics of B2B uh, purchasing is negative. Okay. So it's like uh, only uh, Uber game. Mm. So you will lose money on every transaction. So we decided not to go and uh, we just like shut down uh, the project. It was the name was Taurit. And well, then we were thinking, okay, we have already warehouse, we have mm. ones, we deliver tomatoes, mm -hmm. where we can maybe make more money on tomatoes. Obviously, let's do on B2C side. Okay. So that's how we pivoted finally to Yala Market. At the same time, uh, in Russia, we have right now four companies. Mm -hmm. uh, each of these companies uh, has more than 500 drugstores. Okay. Uh, right now, 60% of Russian citizens never visit offline shops. Last really? three years, so penetration is very wow. huge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and in Russia, you can get anything you want in, in 15 minutes. So for us, it's, you know, it's like already happened. So yeah. okay. disrupted. So there is no offline shops. So the industry disrupted. And I was supplying uh, Russian companies with IT on very early stage. And okay. so glad it's like somebody can open 50 stores in a month. Right. Come. And wow. then every month. So <laughs> wow. we, we saw how fast it can grow. 
Yeah. Yeah, and because of that, you know, uh, actually uh, during these times, maybe something like 17 companies all over the world were founded by Russian-speaking founders. Wow. Yeah, because this Russian wonder, uh, it already happened, but nobody knows in the world about it because yeah. all these companies are quite large. One of them belonged to largest Russian bank, another one to Yandex, which is Russian Google. Yeah. So they never, you know, raised money publicly. So okay. it, it happened, you know, in, in, in stealth mode. Quite. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it's, I mean, it's serving such a large market as well. So the scope yeah, to yeah. grow, and especially when it's related to technology and the audience is expecting that from yeah, technology. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't aware that uh, about this. So Yeah, I, I didn't realize Russia had such a huge technology sector. Yeah. yeah. So we are very strong, actually, yes, in food tech and in fintech. So Russian banks actually are best okay. of the best. Okay. That's cool. Are you facing frust frustrations with uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the bank system? <laughs> yeah. I love Dubai banks. <laughs> yeah, we all do. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll take that offline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, yeah, yeah. So and that's that's how actually we started. Uh, so uh, elevator pitch. Uh, actually, finally, uh, what yeah. what do you think right now about yellow market? So there are people uh, in Dubai. We call them call them Dubai achievers. Mm -hmm. So people who came to Dubai to do something. Usually, uh, time is very important for them. And uh, they don't want actually, you know, to know how what is the price of tomatoes in the market. They just need something immediately. Right. And for such kind of people, we have uh, created unique scenario where they can get, you know, tomatoes, cheese, eggs, cucumbers, along with espresso, croissant, carbonara, and uh, eggs okay. in one order in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So okay. uh, actually such kind of people, they are passionate about like what do they do? And they don't have enough time for planning. Mm -hmm. mm. Because of that, they always make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, they need to eat, but usually... There's no groceries. There is no groceries. So, and we fix such kind of mistakes. So, okay. so that's what Yellow Market does. Okay. Cool. And how do you actually uh, deliver it within 15 minutes? Uh, like, how is it set up? Are you tied up with grocery stores? Or is it is everything happening through the dispatch of your warehouses? Yeah, so that's the point, to to like 15 minutes, uh, first of all, why 15 minutes? Because 15 minutes, it is exactly uh, as fast as immediately, okay. so 20 minutes, you need always already to plan it, hmm. because sometimes you need like school bus arriving, so like 20 minutes too long, Right. so like 15 minutes or less, it is, uh, so that's why it's important. So to deliver in 15 minutes, uh, what happens uh, after the order? So uh, actually, even before the order, because uh, the ordering time is also included in into 15 minutes. Ah. So it's like oh, wow. 15 minutes from firing and up. Okay. So like one minute customer need to place an order. Uh -huh. So to provide the function, you know, the possibility to order so so quickly, it's also you know quite quite comprehensive work okay. because 3,000 of SKUs right. and yeah. place an order quite fast. So it's like not not so simple. Then two minutes, uh, it is speaking time. Mm. It is the time we need to pack an order. Then six minutes, it is maximum time of our rider is on the way. Okay. So okay. it's already on, only six minutes. And then, you know, another six minutes to find customer pass House. through uh, security, mm. you yeah. know, yeah. Like, and find him uh, traffic jam and lifts and so on. So, and um, to do it, you know, on a scale, with quite short period of time, obviously you need to own full vertical. So yeah. you can't uh, grab groceries from external shops. 
uh, because uh, like it's impossible to do it in two, in two minutes because you never know uh, stock in online from right. external shop. So because of that, we Yala Market is a vertical retail business. So we have our own dark stores, we have okay. our own stock, our own mobile app, our okay. own full-time riders. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So and that's how it, and only because we control, you know, each step of it, so it's possible. That's how do. you can deliver. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So how many locations do you guys have for your warehouses or storage? Uh, right now seven. We have seven uh, across Dubai: Marina, GLT, Bay, uh, Deira, Alvasal, Silicon Asia, and JVC. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, but uh, difficult. It's, it must be challenging to scale this business model, right? Because like every location, you need to set up a new warehouse and and all that. Uh, it's uh, quite simple, or uh, not not quite simple, but it's you know two hundred square meters. Ah. Okay. Uh, it's okay. and, and uh, actually it's not warehouse. So usually we take the spaces where you know some shop was before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can say it's like shop, but people can't enter the shop. Okay. 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 So it's like a dark shop. Dark shop. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. So, yeah. so you guys have uh, basically uh, created a system where you can take a shop, convert it into like a, uh, you know, like a delivery facility within a short amount of time and turn turn that around quickly, right? Yeah. So the fastest one we open it in a, in a week time. Wow, that's quick. That, yeah. that yeah. is amazing. And do you have something like a warehouse management system as well that allows? your your team to pick and pack an order in like two minutes uh yeah so uh in retail they have very uh it was quite surprising for me so they have very old-fashioned software so retail can't uh, know uh their stock in real time in real real time so okay. for, what, what, wow. what does real time means you have for example uh, four uh, packages of tomatoes and five customers trying to place an order Mm-hmm. So all retail systems will allow to order all of them, Five, and yeah. one uh, of them will be disappointed. Yeah, okay. because only at 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 the end of the journey, customer will understand that he will be without tomatoes. Yeah, mm. because nobody else will understand it during the process. So yeah, because of that, all uh, dark store businesses like Yellow Market must create own IT system. Okay, just because they know don't exist, so you can't buy it. So yeah, we have also full stack of uh, IT from mobile app to warehouse management ERP. So okay. you know your inventory real Yeah, and that, that's the main, uh, the most important part of the, our business. It is the system which we have created, have developed internally, which controls stock like in, in real, real time. Yeah, and and cool. do you think this system is something that you would uh, um, also create a, a separate business out of where your sh- where you know other grocery ch- chains and stores that are selling online can also use the system or do you think this will be proprietary to I, I did 16 businesses <laughs> where, we, where we do soft and sell it to some merchants right. so this time I want to do you know and and business uh, like yeah, we nice. are building vert- like we are building vertical retail company we call it company cyborg so okay. it's partly consist of you know, warehouses, drivers, and such kind of stuff. Okay. And another part, it is IT. Okay. So how does it feel going from being like a pure tech stack to being now into, you know, warehousing and food, uh, you know, products, like your... Having inventory. Refrigeration, all that kind of stuff, logistics, having drivers and all that. Like, uh, I'm I'm sure the complexity must be a lot more, right? And the challenges in, in that compared to being a pure tech company. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but so it's actually our main competence once again as we correct. Build yeah, it's your differentiator. Before yeah. you know, 15 years we spent build, building different IT for food tech. So you know, it's like our it's that's our that's easy. That's, <laughs> that's the easy not, part. Not easy, but yeah. So not like, easy, yeah. but but that's something that you you have a lot of experience yeah, in and yeah. you're very familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, and we were lucky when we were launching Yal. Uh, we found startup in Europe, uh, and they did actually same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, uh, you know, were not so successful in, in raising money, okay. and they were out of money. They were about to shut down, and we acquired okay. the company with source code, with developers team. Okay. So then we deployed out the source code, and you know started. No. So okay. and they spent you know quite quite decent time and money to to build the product before before us. Yeah. So, so, like, so some of the feasibility testing was yeah. So done. maybe one one or two years we save it on it. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. That's so amazing. speaking of that, you guys were able to go from idea to deployment in uh, how long? Forty five days. Forty seven uh, days. days from idea <laughs> to first transaction on external shop, and then ten weeks till first transaction on our own dark store. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's so a crazy didn't time frame. So you sleep for forty-seven days. Yeah, and we obviously we did not have bank account. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we gotta love the banking system. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm guessing this acquisition had to do a lot with that time frame because you know to set up this whole uh, ecosystem that you guys have must be challenging. So, uh, how did you guys? How were you able to do it in in such a short amount of time? Uh, yeah, actually, when we did MVP, uh, so we did not have mobile app, obviously. So we we took we, we took uh, some web web app, okay, mm-hmm. uh, SaaS based. So uh, just uh, uploaded item list and so on. So and we took some simple storehouse management system, connected it and started. Okay. So okay. it was you know like Shopify style of okay. solutions. Okay. Oh, nice. So so you use that to test demand. Yeah, yeah, because you know, at first uh, it, it, it was you know uh, I saw when when I came to your to your building, so uh, there is uh, an ads of of non fifteen minutes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So when I was pitching uh, in April of last year, fifteen minutes delivery, most of Dubai investors told me, Leo, people don't need fifteen minutes delivery. People will wait. It's not an issue." Ah. So, so how fast did it change? Yes, yes, in, every yes. Door? in yeah. one year, in one year. Yeah. So not just that. What Noon did as part of the fifteen minutes delivery is, because this is a fairly big community where we live. They uh, left like a goodie bag, and and then they said fifteen minutes delivery on it with some treats and stuff. So that's how they raised awareness within this community, yeah, yeah. which has what three uh, thousand apartments, yeah, or something. Like so yeah. yeah. So yeah. So speaking of yeah. So once again, and yeah, uh, coming back to uh, so we wanted to check that people really need it because maybe maybe so maybe investors were right. So that's why we decided to start hmm. like with very MVP. simple solutions and just to check retention. So okay. will people repeat order on orders or not? Okay. Okay. Cool. So I'm guessing that test was successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, w- one thing I was wondering about is customer acquisition must be challenging in this market. There are competitors like Noon now, as you mm-hmm. said, and InstaShop and stuff. So I'm guessing the key is customer retention, right? Because customer yeah. acquisition must be expensive in this industry. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, like first customers, uh, Business Bay was our second store. 
Okay. Yes, first customers. I was personally chasing them inside executive towers. So what I did exactly, I uh, I, I was staying on spinnies or choitrams. Okay. Uh, so some. There's both, yeah. Some shop, yeah. yeah. So and when people uh, with packaging were moving to lifts, mm. on on this way, I I was pitching them. So <laughs> why why are you going by legs? Well, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because they, they, you know, they don't have choice. They must talk to me because you know they have. They have they a have long yeah. walk. <laughs> At the same time, it's you know right moment. So uh, <laughs> actually, yeah. So all first customers were like that. So just you know, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, b- but then you know, uh, in the first pivot uh, and the first business business model. Customer acquisition cost was something like maybe 30, 40 dollars. Okay. Wow. So which is affordable. Yeah. Yeah. That's not and, too bad. Uh, yeah, and we tested all channels, obviously. So 30, okay. 40 dollars, yeah, but they, what they're spending is significantly higher than that. So yes. No, it's not about profit. the spend, it's about lifetime value, right? Yeah. Like this yeah. for yeah, this business but, but you I'm might be curious. ordering every day. Yeah. So what is the yeah. lifetime value like? Uh, uh so what is the retention rate? Uh not all, uh, you know, deliveries are same. So mm. because, you know, as actually, it's anyway, it's retail. Mm. So in retail, you have uh, Alimaya, you have Spinneys, you have yeah. Choitrams. Right. Yeah, and you Lulu have and Lulu, discounters, and so on. So there are different segments, different price levels, right. different type of audience, yeah. uh, and in Dubai, uh, uh, different nationalities. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, and in different, uh, you know, types of delivery also, the situation is very different. So in our case, uh, we have right now something like 10 orders per customer uh, per month. Okay, so that's like good. Something like 100 per uh, per year. So LTV is $2,000. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. First, first year in LTV. Uh, yeah. Because like we are one-year-old company. Uh, and the retention, so after, let's say, four months, mm-hmm. 25% of customers... Uh, Don't order beca- from beca- becoming, becoming super users and placing these 10 orders per month. Oh, that's, okay. that's very so good. Then another 25 becoming just users, so we are not uh, main channel for them, so okay. they use us sometimes, like four times per month for something. Okay. Yeah, and all the rest switching to other uh, other players because uh, Yellow Market isn't the cheapest uh, provider uh, okay. in the market. So, it's the fastest. Like, for example, you can find uh, most expensive tomatoes in the town uh, only in Yellow Market. So, <laughs> okay. so we are not, you know. Uh, uh, Why always tomatoes? <laughs> uh, because it's very hard to find good tomatoes in Dubai. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And because by the way. I personally love tomatoes. And <laughs> <laughs> in Yala, we we actually import right now tomatoes from Tashkent, from Uzbekistan. Oh, uh, no each, each today is by plane. Uh, so, so are these tomatoes better than what you find everywhere else? So it's like the only one tomatoes in Dubai which smells like tomatoes. You know, <laughs> really? Yeah. So I have to order from Yala Market it's, specifically you know, uh, for the tomatoes. Uh, uh, the best you know, tomatoes in town. Yeah. It's main insight about retention, <laughs> you know, Power BI, yeah. coupons, vouchers, promo offers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So retention 50%. Mm-hmm. So then good tomatoes is retention 100 percent. I see. <laughs> so, I see. so what we understand, if people like food, they repeat in orders. So mm. that's my insight about. <laughs> I see. I see. They don't care <laughs> about the discounts or the price yeah. or anything like that. No, but it's it's true, right? Like yeah, if, it's if totally you get true. quality uh, at uh, you know even if, if you it's get expensive. quality and convenience, yeah, you're you're yeah, willing yeah. to play, pay. And a I'm premium. guessing that's the customer segment you're going after, not the cheapest like 
probably yeah. like a Lulu card. Yeah, you know, in Dubai, uh, it's very special place. So there are many, you know, discount lovers, people who are chasing offers. So right. it, it's also okay. It's just not about us, but it's okay. So there are many other businesses who love them. So yeah. and can, can work with them. We can't. So it's not our, not on our model. Okay. Yeah, I think what's interesting is earlier you said that you've defined your target audience is Dubai achievers. People yes. that have moved to Dubai to make a life for themselves are really busy, you know, are last minute planners when it comes to food and appreciate the convenience. And generally, like considering my field, uh, I've met a lot of founders who have not zeroed in on who's their target audience. And mm -hmm. I and I think that that's really helped the business that you're like, I'm not going after the discount lover because they'll never change from a Lulu customer <laughs> to a Yala Market customer. They yeah, will but, compare oh, the price will, of it, tomatoes. It will take from me 20 years to build another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. so simple. Yeah. Lulu, it's a so, huge, huge machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think that uh, that uh, focus on the target audience is uh, is really great. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious also, you said there's, there's three other founders uh, too? As part of Yellow Market? Uh, yeah, four founders. Four founders and all. And three top managers, yeah. Okay, so how, when you came up with the idea, uh, what role do the other uh, founders play? So uh, we have another one, uh, Daniel. Uh, he is previously, he built as the largest meal subscription business, you know, like KCAL or yeah. Cal sure. Up. Yes. So something like that. He has uh, largest business also in this segment like thousands of employees. Okay. So here or somewhere else? In 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 region in, in Russia, yeah. So okay. but he he lives also in Dubai some mm -hmm. one year or something. Yeah, so he is managing CEO of the company mm -hmm. uh, in term, you know, in terms of business operations. So he is responsible for all B2C things, retention, okay. product, test, uh, okay. ready meals. Mhm. Mm like assortment, uh, commerce, margin, so okay. all the stuff uh, okay. on him. And, you know, I, I, my, my background is mostly on B2B side, so that's why for me it's like very quite simple to raise money and do some partnerships. Okay. Right. He is uh, from B2C okay. part, okay. so he feels customers, you know, uh, better than me. So another guy is Vadim, he actually, he was our first investor, but then he got involved, moved to Dubai, and joined the team for full-time as co-founder. Okay. He's like our CEO, backend. So legal, lawyers, banks, okay. contracts, uh, finance, yeah. so such kind of stuff. And Stas, uh, my fellow partner, we work with him maybe 15 years. Okay. Actually, all pre previous IT businesses we did together, so he's looking after IT. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, so it's all Russian. Uh, uh, yeah, Russian speaking. So Russian no, so speaking. Daniel, uh, he is like Isra Israel guy. Uh, Vadim okay. from Greece. Okay. So but Russian speaking. Yeah, and we have several top managers. So for example, from day one, Esther joined us. Uh, she like twenty years in assortment and category management in Dubai. Okay. Yeah. So okay. then Chandan moved to us from India. He was CEO of Swiggy. It is like Zamata, Zamata, like after Zamata, yeah. second player in uh, India. Okay. So like yeah, he, he, built, huge, yeah. he built 150 dark stores. So like he is responsible for operations. Okay. Um, yeah, and several other guys. Who, uh, and how have you put together this team? Has it been primarily you rallying people to join Yala Market? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you have a very strong team, like with, uh, yeah. which really like, uh, 
each person is doing a role that they're best suited and fit for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think that's helped you raise uh, money uh, quite a bit? The profile of your team members and the history? Yeah, yeah, obviously, because, you know, anyway, at, at, at early stage, uh, there is no uh, sense, sense There is no sense to check numbers or forecast. Right. It doesn't matter. It's bullshit. bullshit. So only team <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of fundraising, you guys have raised now $11 million. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, before we started recording, you were telling me you had uh, a weekly fundraise kind of uh, approach. Agenda, so, yeah. yeah, could you elaborate on, like, how that works? Because that's very so, interesting. I've never uh, heard that yeah, my, my my main competence is B two B sales. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all my life, I s- I was selling something to companies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to restaurants in, in my case. But so, uh, so and I did the same with fundraising. So there are different channels. So mm-hmm. like I have uh, like audiences, angel investors from uh, my parent countries, mm-hmm. Russia and Ukraine, okay. and uh, angel investors from Dubai. Because mm-hmm. I, I know some people already here. I'm four years here. Okay. Did several businesses before and so on. So then there are syndicates also mm-hmm. from my part of the world, from this part of the world. Then we have small VCs also mm-hmm. from both sides. Then we have large VCs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, j- just you know GCC think family offices, mm-hmm. which is uh, like offices of one particular. Family. Family. Like mm-hmm. high net worth yeah. individuals. Yeah. And they actually behave uh, as angels. But they can, you know, invest huge money right. because yeah. they have they have them. Uh, yeah, and so I started uh, working simultaneously on all channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we were quite success. Like first money actually we got maybe after one week after start. Wow. Actually, I like I started. I just did Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. That we are going to build dark stores in Dubai, and like in a week time, I received first check. So, oh, really? you, wow, we, di- we did not have even pitch deck, you know. So it was. Like, oh my god! So, so through Instagram. So okay, some uh, VC was looking to invest in dark stores or bring that concept. Uh, so uh, when we started dark store, uh, idea was on super hype. Okay. So yeah. everybody wanted to invest in dark stores. Right now, dark stores business becoming as we work. Is mm. second year work, okay. so it's like you know, like people feel, think it's bullshit. <laughs> uh, there are some very uh, interesting guys who like write an article that it will never be profitable, blah blah blah. So mm. like right now, it's not so you know, hot, not yeah. so hot. Yeah, I, mm. I, 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 I even can say it's cold because during last half year, maybe ten companies were shut down all over the world, okay. and you know, every week, even you know, in Pakistan, the yeah. most funded Pakistan startup Airlift. Okay. Uh, I don't know about that. Shut, shut down two weeks back, yeah. So. Okay. In the in the dark store space. Yeah, I will explain then why why it happens. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So and uh, yeah. So angels, uh, then syndicates. Uh, we have several, and also you know it was like quite funny story. So uh, I came to Nadir Bassett, uh, who was my partner in previous business. Mm-hmm. Explained to him about super fast delivery. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who told me, "Leo, people don't need super fast delivery." They will wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that, he changed his mind, invested. <laughs> he he uh, introduced us to the angel investors. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, obviously, I strongly recommend. Very interesting group, and uh, like 80, yeah. 80 yeah. actively investing people. Yeah, we've had them on the podcast before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it was quite quite interesting pitch, because during my pitch, some guy all uh, uh, ordered it in Yellow Market. And mm. uh, we had uh, at that time only one store in GLT in cluster M, so like on the far side. Okay. And pitch was in N5. Mm. 
Uh, which is Media City. Actually, it was so the order was delivered in 10 minutes, but it was lucky. I like did not notify anybody before. Uh-huh, so it nice. was luck. It was luck. Okay. Order wow. was delivered in 10 minutes, so they were excited. Mm. That's like, amazing. Hal- half million dollars. So it was, you know, half million dollar chocolate. It's the bill still <laughs> still on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it was chocolate. That's amazing. That's nice. amazing. Wow. Yeah, so then uh we got in touch with Fadi Wanda and he invested it's nice as well. Okay. As, as yeah. 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 Oh, so nice, yeah. Yeah. Our investors. Yeah. And we have one more OVC from Portugal, uh, Flyer One Ventures. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And, you know, plenty, plenty. So uh, I think once you raise a few rounds, it's, isn't it easier to raise the other rounds? Because it's like, okay, this ins- this institutional investor believes in it. This angel investor company, uh, angel investor network believes in this product. So, there's that va- that validation and due diligence has already been done so i'm a little bit more comfortable also investing do you think that that's the case yeah obviously it's like good journey when you did uh, pitch deck raised money from sequoia capital mm-hmm. then yeah. they did follow on then follow on then softbank came on round b yeah yeah so it's maybe like the, the that's good way. the idea but, but i need to to run i don't need, yeah you know? <laughs> sometimes yeah. you need just to run and you know such uh, big guys you know like from angel i can close the deal in like in one in a day so just small conversation money transferred with vc yeah you know even e- even if even even if they agree so then you know some process yeah legal guys so two three four five months mm. so like start startup can die during this time you know yeah, yeah. no i i do i don't by any means mean that it's easy but i mean that if there is a couple of fundraising rounds already under your belt then is I assume at least the the introductions and the conversations, there's a little bit less resistance. Yeah, so that's uh, h- how exactly we did. Like we had pre-seed round, mm-hmm. uh, then we had seed round, and right now we are in process of pre-series A, but we don't have, you know, like uh, when, like, you know, it's usually used, people used to have four rounds, so we don't have lead investor. Right. We don't have like deadline. We need to close this round before first of August, for example. Okay. We just, you know, like there Constantly is there, there is current valuation, there is offer. If you believe invest, if you don't believe, no, don't invest. Mm-hmm. Once we will raise uh, the amount, what will happen? Valuation will be doubled next day, and we will start next round. So that's how it works. So okay. that's why okay. it never stops. So we like raise it first round, close it, double it valuation, start it next one, and so on. So, so right right now, we, like we are in, in third one. Okay. So are, are you guys doing mostly like invertible notes or like pure equity rounds? Uh, so right now it's convertible notes still, okay. but so we already uh, created uh, in, in a DGM uh, holding company. Okay. So <laughs> we are about to open bank account for holding. <laughs> <laughs> 47 days later. <laughs> yeah, one, once we will open bank account, we will start issuing shares. So nice. actually we wanted to do equity from day one because all our saves are with cap. So it's not okay. discounted saves. It's like each investor knows what exactly variation he had okay. when he transfer money. Uh, yeah, but you know, because you know, it took some time to establish holding, then bank account, then article of so yeah. 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 Yeah, sometimes the paperwork can be challenging. Oh yeah, but gosh. actually they're good, so because like five years back it was simply impossible. Right now mm. a DGM, quite flexible structure, very close to C Corp Delaware. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it's okay. a very big move for Dubai. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, when we speak to founders, like uh, fundraising is uh, time consuming. Mm-hmm. It's a long process. It's often disheartening and things. And I think a lot of founders struggle with how much emphasis to place on the fundraising versus the actual running of the business. So do you come across that challenge as well since you're quite like aggressive on the fundraising thing? Like I'm not going to wait till I absolutely need the money. I'm going to raise keep raising keep raising as i go so do you feel like you struggle with the uh, uh it, it depends on the model for example in b2b SaaS, uh most of businesses uh like which i did for software we uh did quite good businesses without any investments correct because in b2b you just create some ideas and you sell yeah. to customers take advance payment and that's your investments actually so yeah. Yeah. only in one startup you have raised money yeah and so it took some time you raise and then two years you don't need money. And usually yeah. in, in, in my previous model, one round is enough to achieve break-even and then you use only profit. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. because like in our past business, you know, like you charge restaurant one year ahead. If yes. they trust you, they pay one year ahead. And like it's and a, then it helps sure. your cash flow. Yeah, and yeah. Then, so you, you have, then it's just about sales. Yeah, yeah. In, in yellow market, so uh, it is retail once again, despite it's very uh, modern, but it's retail. Yeah. So retail can be uh, a good business only at a scale. Yeah. Right. In our case, scale, it is like 500 drug stores and 1 billion of annual turnover. So that's the scale. Okay. So uh, at the same time, we need to pass through you know common stages, find mm-hmm. product market fit, find segment, find channel, mm. and only after that, uh, grow in a profitable way till this 500 drug stores. Right. And, uh, but so because we are we are sure that like uh, we, we will uh, we will finish the model in october so it will become profitable and scalable without any uh, things after that we need to scale it rapidly yeah. so mm. uh, the the budget of the uh, model is something like 50 60 million dollars for this okay. for this part of the world okay so uh and you can't be small so you yeah. either one billion dollar turnover, either yeah. you die. So there is yeah. no <laughs> like in B two B SaaS. There, there you is can, no lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. In B two B SaaS, you can be small, like five, ten years, and then yeah. suddenly you big. Yeah. So in this case, in in retail, this no. you need scale. Yeah. So that's why uh, I decided that fundraising is just part of business model because yeah. the company can be only big, can be sustainable only at a scale. Only with scale. So yeah. and yeah, because of that, I have created CapTable and group of founders. To mm-hmm. support business model, so I need okay. the guy. I need the guy who understands in food, yeah. and then how to make money off it. I need the guy who understands IT. Yeah. I need the guy who understands legal lawyers. You know these finance things and mm-hmm. so on. It is Vadim. Yeah, and I need the guy who will be fundraising like a hell. So it's me. Okay. So that's that's how the company was set 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 from from day one. Okay. Cool. And and right now, Yellow Market is specifically Dubai or also only the du- other only Emirates? Dubai. Only Dubai. So as part of scale, are you thinking other Emirates? Are you thinking other regions. markets in the Middle East, yeah. other regions? Yeah, sure, like step by step. Obviously, second city, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Okay, then fine. Then other Emirates, yeah, then Saudi, then Oman, Qatar, Bahrain. So actually, the problem, not problem, the um, quick commerce, uh, it is very nice model and actually customers like it. What is Q-commerce? Quick commerce? Quick commerce, like 15 okay. minutes delivery. But yeah. but before uh, before we started the conversations with Yellow Market, I hadn't heard Q-commerce It's much. like new, new word. <laughs> new buzzword. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so it's a very nice model. People love it. The problem is that only 25, 25 cities in the world 
can have the commerce as profitable, sustainable business. Because yeah. of infra- infrastructure? Or? Uh, infrastructure, salaries, regulations, and many, many other obstacles. Oh, for example, uh, like in USA, driver salary, $20 per hour. Right. Average order value, $20 per hour. Yeah. Mm. Even in Excel, yeah. you can't make it profitable. Yeah. <laughs> so only, only 15 cities in the world? 25 cities, and uh, we are lucky, 12 of them are in GCC. Okay. So, so this is a good market to be in. Uh, yeah, because uh, buying power of population, it is very high. Mm-hmm. And salaries and are salary, lower. No, no, not because, you know, people from countries yeah, around want world, to come yeah. here. To yeah. Yeah, so... Um, So yeah. you'll capture those 12 cities? Yes, yeah, so GCC, GCC countries and three in Africa. So. Okay. Okay, yeah. okay, interesting. Cool. Very cool. So what's your uh, timeline look like to your billion dollar turnover? So we want to do it in three years, but obviously so we are not in hurry. Uh, so once again, because uh, uh, many companies already did mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in Europe, guys burned billions of dollars and crashed. So... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So step by step. So first product, loyal customers, profitable way of scaling, and then scaling. Okay. Great. And you I were going to share approach. some stories about what's happened, what's happening, happened with the dark stores, or specifically in the case of the Pakistan startup that. Uh, I actually yeah. don't know too much about Pakistan, but I believe that in Pakistan, uh, you know, expenses are very low, but mm-hmm. buying power of also not low. so low. not yeah. so good, and also mentality. Uh-huh. I, I, I believe among Pakistan people, uh, many, too many discount flowers okay. just because of mentality. And okay. maybe in, 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 Rush, in Russia, in small punish. cities are actually the same. So it's like just mental, mental set of population. Okay. okay. So okay. like, for example, people from Britain, they are not so, you know. Cost conscious. Yeah. So they are not, you know, for them it's better, you know, to spend time on themselves rather than find better price. Yeah. yeah. So I think it also is like the value of your time, right? Like yeah. over here, yeah. maybe <coughs> the value of your time might be 400 dirhams an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But in uh, like a place like Pakistan, maybe it's 400 rupees an hour. So like you don't want to, you'd rather spend, spend the extra, extra time, time to save a little bit of money versus... Uh, even, you know, there is a point in small cities, it's like social event to go to shop. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. put your yeah, best yeah. dress, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So that's why you can't use delivery because, you know, it's like yeah. an ca- occasion to go. Yes, out. right. Yes. It's yeah, so, so, the so, so the problem um, uh, that, you know, uh, once again, uh, in quick commerce, you need to be very big. Mm. So to everybody wants to be big. And so everybody thinks that they need to scale as fast as they can to become big. Right. So uh, they raise billion of dollars and started burning them on discounts. Mm. So they offer discounts to customers growing very fast. Mm-hmm. But these customers are not in love with you. Mm. Yeah. They are with you because of money. Yeah. Once you switch off the discounts, you finally understand that half of customers, it's not your customers. Right. They return by legs to shops. Mm. Yeah. And this is disaster, disappointment, and uh, many companies, they were thinking, you know, we will pump, 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 yeah. then switch off discount, burn. and customers will stay. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, don't, they don't stay. I mean, like, uh, a lot of companies try to do that. Like, uh, Uber was successful, I think, but now they're feeling that pinch again, right? Like, mm-hmm. they also subsidize their, their taxi rides for so long to... If if you are you know amazing founder and you believe you will be able to keep investors 15 years excited <laughs> to pump yeah. your business, maybe it's okay. Yeah. I'm not such, such a <laughs> <kind of guy. laughs> Did you see yeah. the show? Uh, yeah. What was the Uber show called? 
uh, we um, it's not we crashed we crashed was we were yeah, crashed. super pumped yeah 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 I saw I saw yeah, 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 yeah I think it was, was a good, good show yeah, yeah it's interesting yeah and so we crashed was interesting too yeah did you see we crashed yeah, which is yeah. about we work mm-hmm. yeah 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 um so like you've uh, you know um you've been doing this for a long time you've worked with uh, worked on 16 businesses startups etc um you've obviously like worked out and learned from your past and and implemented a lot of that in yellow market but i'm curious to know uh, are there any mistakes or any learnings that you'd like to share from you know the yellow market experience so uh never pump revenue in this part of the world especially mm-hmm. uh, so this is you know my, because actually obviously we also did it at the beginning right yeah so it's uh, what, what do you mean by nev- pump yeah. revenue uh, uh, it's like when you have uh, fake retention because of discounts ah, so okay. you offer discounts and you think like you have retention right yeah. okay. okay okay so, so don't fall for that trap That's a good yeah, learning. Yes, especially here, especially yeah. here, because once again, you know, the point of the buy, many businesses starting every day, mm. and to start, they offer discounts. Yeah. So right. From customers' eyes, there is somebody always in the market offering discounts. Right. So when so. you started, what did you use as a hook for acquisition? The 15-minute delivery? Uh, 15-minute delivery, and, you know, so uh, in our case, it was successful, the idea to replace, uh, you know, this scenario when you need to carry bags, especially with water, such kind of things. So right. that's, that's what we catch it out of, you know, pitching customers on their way to lifts. Okay. okay. Yeah. So is that something that you use in your communication and your uh, messaging that you don't have to carry bags with water? Uh, so they... <laughs> Because it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, like I, sp- I spent in conversations with customers, uh, you know, many hours and still I, I do, I call personally to all our super users. Okay. So, and uh, they do carry bags because they don't trust online grocery services. Okay. Okay. So, and to understand why they don't trust and how to overcome it. So, to do it, like, you know, you need to talk to customers. Yeah. Right. And I believe that uh, it's a common mistake not to talk to customers, just send some advertisement with discount and enjoy the revenue, but it's not, not the business, it's just, you know, just, <laughs> just frictions, just tra- transactions. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe, uh, and, you know, especially in Dubai, where, where you have language barrier, Mm. It's very hard to talk to customers. I mean, like, we are all speaking on non-native language, so right. sometimes it's hard to understand what's behind the words. Right. Yeah. What is, what's emotion? So I believe uh, advice is to talk to customers as much as you can. Okay. okay. I think that's a good good recommendation. Yeah. yeah. I've also seen with uh, certain brands and companies that we work with, they started getting into the discount phase where they offer 30% to 70% off all the time. And now they're stuck and they've been doing this for a couple of years and they're like we can't take away the discount because the minute we take away the discount for one day we see a drop in our footfall yeah. Yeah. in our yeah. store and it's it really uh, dilutes the brand equity to do that and like you said yeah loyalty is also very fickle i feel in this mm-hmm. market where people aren't entirely loyal to you when they're loyal to the price point yeah, it could be if it's model like entertainer very good model so yeah. yeah so if it's like part of the model then why not i mean yeah but, so yeah just need, need to make it conscious you know? yeah yeah but the, i think that the trouble is when your primary customer acquisition uh, acquisition strategy is the discount yeah you know uh, yeah. it's not uh, like 
usually what people are hoping is is that you're going to change somebody's um you know method of doing things yeah. like you get them hooked on uber now people are used to like calling for cabs and now okay even if you raise the price by 20% people still do that because they're used to that convenience that's the yeah but strategy, i, I right? still use uber despite their price being like three times what it yeah, used but, to be but, so there will be some suckers like me that will be like okay no, but, i'm too loyal no but maybe you'll switch to kareem like maybe dubai taxi will implement their own uh, app service what you care yeah, about I, is the I, app not yeah. uber right yeah. so yeah. Yeah. they they were successful in converting you into this new way of doing things yeah. but a competitor might take it away from them like you know so yeah. that's the trouble of like burning yeah but it's also and that's why they actually lost many international markets because local player was simply better or cheaper yeah. in, in Russia cheaper or regulations as well yeah, that's, yeah. that was another barrier for them so yeah. i also think it's interesting that you've identified okay q commerce is implementable in 27 cities 12 of which are in this region this is the right region to be and yeah. so so you know like yeah i mean it's uh, implementable in ca- in terms of being profitable business right yeah. in in in, uh, in new york you can pump it so if you like if yeah, you're but as you good as kalanik <laughs> yeah, th- th- and so you can pump yeah. you know many years until yeah. it will happen so then why not but yeah so, yeah know, here okay. it can be profitable okay um what advice would you give uh to founders that are maybe outside of e-commerce because we've discussed specifically what mm-hmm. you've learned with yala market yeah. but you have a lot of experience in um starting in companies. starting successful companies a lot of which you didn't fundraise for as well so i'm very curious to know what your advice would be just just do you know uh i am a part of uh, growing yala i'm also angel investor i have maybe 14 14 already investments oh, really nice. yeah. yeah so i i like i never invested in tesla shares <laughs> okay it's much much better to give money to sam ahmed <laughs> and, and then maybe <laughs> then uh, elon musk uh, yeah and then help him you know yeah. to, to do something so that's, yeah. that's how i usually act uh, yeah so like uh, like if you're doing something you just can come to me and mm. teach me maybe you will get money at least or at least advice <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh do you specifically invest in things related to food tech yeah i am trying to be in food tech so because it's okay a, that's your area of expertise so anything related to food yeah interesting so. okay right. very cool do you also believe that insta shop success uh, and them maybe opening the market up to uh people ordering groceries online and everything has helped with yellow mo- market as well that you haven't had to do that education of buying For groceries sure. online insta shop is actually amazing uh, great company i have checked all you know grocery aggregators all over the world and it seems insta shop is company number one in the world okay. by many many reasons so what did they do is actually amazing yeah obviously they uh like crew the market this, this is you know uh, learning, learning curve yeah yeah, yeah. So, so the interesting thing is you guys are available on, on insta shop, shop as well yeah. yeah i would think that they would probably be your competitor but like because you're a dark yeah, they are vertical retail uh business okay so carrefour is our competitor not insta shop okay is lulu okay And okay. not exactly because different segments and, yeah. and so on but so that's type of business we are competing to so we are listed to insta shop to talabat and we are going to be listed to zamata to deliveroo 
to noon okay. to all platforms. Yeah, okay. and I think that helps with creating brand awareness for yeah, yellow market as well, you know, yeah, so, you know in, in, and yeah. bigger audience. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, in, in, in 21st century, you need to have as much sales channels as you can. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, uh, but you still primarily want people to use your own app, right? I'm so guessing. we're not pri- primary. So actually, yes, it's like most, uh, you know, most, you know, like we have most profitable. Yeah, mo- most uh, most sales right now from from for all mobile app. Obviously, for us, it's simply uh, because uh, like we control everything. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, at aggregators also, we are working right now hard to make an integration. So we will be the first business in Dubai who will be fully automated. Okay. small aggregators where everything goes through API yeah. okay. so once we'll finish it actually for us it will be it does not matter mm. our own app Ooh. Instashop or Talabat yeah. so okay. our we Your aim to provide, to provide unique assortment unique test okay. within 15 minutes delivery mm-hmm. so the showcase does not matter mm-hmm. so, yeah. we, we, so when, when you guys get on these aggregators how do you maintain your 15 minutes because then logistics is usually handled by the aggregator side uh, in our case usually it's, it's on us Okay, okay, so you have a choice. That's the secret, yeah. And secondly, so yeah, obviously you need to have very good integration. Okay. Yeah. Because to avoid out of stocks, to have 100% fulfillment rate, yeah. mm-hmm. to catch drivers faster, so yeah. yeah. It's like it's impossible to do in super fast way, in manual way. Yeah. So that's why we are working with aggregators, but uh, like behind the front we yeah. are you're you're managing the logistics we are not so we are right now developing integrations which right. will make as uh, a customer uh, experience mm-hmm. as you know seamless uh, like seamless at the same level through our app and through talabata for zomata okay. okay so this is our target so okay cool do. because okay. you know customers love instashop customers love zomata we don't want them you know to to, to switch to a new platform. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we just want for them to, to buy from us mm-hmm. our, yeah. our unique food yeah. in 15 minutes delivery. Okay. Yeah. And those margins and all make sense even even if, even if you go through an aggregator or through your own yeah, app. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the point is that uh, actually I have created this concept, you know, many years back in my Russian business, which is like 7-Eleven. Yeah. So uniting coffee drinks, uh, ready food and some grocery assortment under one roof. Mm-hmm. We have created the business which has, you know, like restaurant level of margin okay. with mm. uh, retail level of uh, traffic. Okay. okay. And this creates super, super profitable uh, unit okay. uh, which is scalable. And here we do it through, through delivery. So okay. we have coffee shop implemented inside, like dark dark coffee shop inside okay. our dark store. Dark store. <laughs> we, are, we are working on ready food, okay. salads, uh, wraps. So we will have 300 of SKUs. We have our own kitchen. Wow. So okay. we have we are creating our own, you know, things. Mm. Uh, we have our self-imported items as well. Okay. Uh, all this helps us to create a very good margin, mm-hmm. and uh, we have uh, good enough margin to share it with aggregators okay. to avoid, you know, some because you know an aggregator we share with them margin mm-hmm. but at the same time we have zero acquisition cost isn't it? right so that's, yeah that's true that's, that's it balances why. out yeah. so that's very yeah. synergetical thing no but yeah yeah exactly this is what i was asking so his margins are good enough uh with because of yeah. their own products that yeah. they're able to yeah obviously yeah and you, the you, zero customer you can't make money on x so yeah. on yeah. Red Bull, so right. because yeah. you know your margin obviously will be very limited. Right. When you are baking croissants, it's another game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Very interesting. Very interesting.
No, I think it's been a really good session. Uh, I I love the hyper growth of uh, Yella Market. Of course, that's like coming with all of your experience in this industry in food tech, and I like that you're supporting uh, people who have an idea related to food tech, and you're kind of, you know, becoming an authority in this space. So. I'm very excited to see if you hit your goals in three years. Uh, I yeah. hope that you do. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for your time and thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Quite interesting conversation. Yeah. So if you guys are listening to this uh, show, you can we leave a link to Yellow Market in the description below. You can to go check it app. out to download the app, or it's also available on InstaShop, uh, InstaShop, and, and uh, which other one did you say? Talabat. Talabat as well. So um, if you guys like this episode, you know, hit that like button, subscribe. Uh, you know, it really helps us out, especially in the podcast app, because then you know, uh, Apple and stuff will start. Uh, recommending this to other people so that really helps us out and uh, you can follow us on our Facebook and Instagram channels as well to find out about which guests are coming up next yeah and we'll leave a link to Leo's profile as well so you can reach out to him if he has an idea if you have an idea and he may invest or give you really great advice <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot yeah, thank right. you. cheers man